0: Welcome to the Wake and Rake Podcast.
1: In my mind, you just wake up and go rake. High drive, deep left field for Middlebrooks. Back and that is gone. Third home run of the day for Will Middlebrooks. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will.
0: It's that time. It's that playoff baseball Ah, October time baby brooks i'm fired up it's it's time
1: you gotta be this is the best time of year you have not only playoff baseball but you got football too like four days a week why you gotta
0: ruin it man come on it's still baseball season you can't just it is but
1: what's wrong with what's wrong with being happy about having both sorry i'm plugging my charger in there we go um it's the best time it's the best time of year period did you you
0: go out to was it old uh what was the SEC game that Jenny had last week? You-
1: she had a oh. uh, Alabama uh, Alabama at Arkansas. Did you go? No, I'm I've been working.
0: <laughs> you had her. You had her recorded running across the field for one. Of I didn't games. record that. Oh, her.
1: Uh, geez. I think Brad Brad Nesler did that.
0: Mm,
1: amazing, yeah. dude. She was. She saying she was like, I wish you caught it like five seconds before that because I sprinted like the first forty yards before I cut across the field.
0: And I was these like, are, are you saying
1: you were in a five second 40? She's like, yeah, absolutely.
0: These are her words. Okay. So she texted me and asked me for the video file. Right. These are her words, not mine. So, you know, don't shoot the messenger here. I said, I was going to tell Will to race you in the 40 yard dash next time. If his legs, if his legs would allow him, she responded with quote, I'd kick his ass unquote.
1: No shot. I would torch her. And I'm cr- like crippled. Like I have metal holding my foot <laughs> to my leg and I would torture ass.
0: So we've talked about this before. Jenny Dell pros pro. Yeah. You say she ate- eats whatever she wants. She uh, lives however she wants. And she still has the, the, the body of a goddess. And the- yeah, I was like, how are the- you going
1: to say this one? Bud? <laughs> <laughs> Look, she has like abs. She has like at least, at least four abs. And she, she doesn't eat terrible, but she doesn't eat great either. I think it's just like in moderation. She never just like crushes food. So, but yeah, she hardly works out. She started working out a little bit more, but like she won't work out for like a year. And then she'll go to like one of these classes that I'm doing the F45 class that murders me. Like I'm, I, my main focus at F45 is not to get in shape. It's not to die (laughs) like that. Just focus like survival. And i get through it and i go about my day i'm a little miserable because i'm really sore but i'm really happy because i feel accomplished because I, I kicked its ass she'll do it and hardly sweat and i'm like you haven't worked out in like 10 months and you just zoom through that and i am dying yeah she's a freak
0: freak of nature i eat one slice of pizza and i think i gained 10 pounds per slice
1: dude just wait First you slice. haven't you haven't even hit puberty yet
0: Okay, like that's that's he's back on. It's the-
1: exaggerated. I'm just mean. You're mm-hmm. young. You're young. You still have a ways to go. Just wait till you're getting in your 30s. That things change.
0: We got a ways to go in the postseason picture as well. Playoffs are starting. Manana, we're recording this on Thursday, so they start Friday morning for me over here on the West Coast. They start at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Easter time be weird, but kind of nice because I'm gonna wake up to Cleveland Tampa Bay on my TV like immediately, basically.
1: Right, cool for me. You got That's baseball an interesting all day series, man.
0: Cleveland Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, not exactly a higher ratings series.
1: No. It's not uh, what MLB. Because... It's not what MLB wanted. Two of the lower payroll teams. There's a it?
0: reason they put that as a 9 a.m. game because the interesting factoid here is that all these games are being played on the East Coast, so everybody was wondering. What are they going to do with the TV schedule? Other than St. Louis. St. Louis is in the Midwest. But you have a two-hour time change, two to three hour time change on each and every game here. So everybody's wondering what's going to happen. What are they going to do with scheduling? Tampa Bay, Cleveland. You got the 9 a.m. slot. Go get them, boys.
1: Go get them. I um yeah, I mean, are we are we like filling out a bracket here? What are we what are we doing?
0: I have not filled out a bracket yet. I let's thought it would be a grand old idea nice. for us to think out loud, walk it through together. Okay. Fill it out together. And let's see where we land. And let's, let's pick our NLCS, ALCS picks. Let's let's choose our world series selections.
1: Oh boy. That's all right. Well let's, let's start with Tampa Bay and Cleveland. You, you have, you take the honors and you go first on all these. Cause I always have to go first. You just
0: want more time to think. Cause you haven't. No,
1: I, I, already I already know. I already know.
0: You've, you you know who's winning the the chip? oh yeah. do you have any money on this playoff I don't bet on baseball really
1: why I work too closely with players and like I just I don't I know it's it's perfectly legal for me to do it. I just don't it still doesn't feel right because I I, I do did some games in the booth I do pre and post game. It's just like I'm closely with work closely with the team and I just would never want it to look bad. Just football though.
0: yeah i gotta parlay this weekend all right tampa bay cleveland going tampa bay i think tampa bay is hitting their stride
1: right now it's it's really nothing against Uh, Cleveland. did you watch the last week of baseball they played i think they're getting healthy at the right time oh you mean tyler glass now is what you mean
0: glass now mcclanahan is seemingly healthy i know he doesn't he doesn't look like shane mcclanahan hey have you seen his
1: splits First half, ten and three with a one seven. Second half, two and five with a four two.
0: He's dealing with injuries, brother. He's dealing with I get it, bro.
1: You're preaching to the choir on that, but
0: Wonder Franco yard in the last series. Healthy, maybe.
1: Okay.
0: I think Tampa Bay's ceiling is better than Cleveland. And Tampa Bay with a healthy glass now gives them an extra leg up as well.
1: Yeah, but what's he gonna throw up four innings tops?
0: Here's the thing Cleveland doesn't have the depth that other teams possess. Cleveland's really good against right-handed pitching because they got Ramirez and Naylor in that three hole, three, four hole. But if you look at Naylor's splits against left-handed pitching, he's hitting about 150 against lefties. They don't have the depth on the bench to compete with some of these other playoff teams. Cleveland's a good team. They're starting rotations very stout they don't have the depth they have a really good bullpen really good rotation that plays well in the playoffs when i I was about about to say
1: they can they pitch their ass off they They have what the fourth best a fourth or fifth best bullpen in baseball with like a three seven three point zero seven 3.07 era like they can pitch and you know how important the bullpen the eighth game all right you're dragging this on and i'm picking cleveland okay and three um interesting series like there's two teams that are kind of a lot alike in a lot of ways low yeah. payroll young talent just a couple sprinkled in veterans um i love how cleveland plays baseball they won 92 games with the youngest team in baseball 26 youngest 26. roster 26.6 years old is their average age Interesting. let's say youngest, youngest by like a year i think you've been um, bringing
0: it on the pod lately you've been uh, bringing the stats man
1: oh you just wait i got more bud oh I got more. Um, annoying. Yeah, back to Cleveland and then like Tito Francona. I just think it's cool. By, by the way, he's manager of the year. I know uh, Brandon Hyde is right there, but I think Tito Francona wins manager of the year. It's probably his last year. Not That's not like a gift, like give to him because he's, because he's retiring. But he won a division that he should not have won with the youngest team in baseball, and he did it. They play baseball different. They play small ball. They hit behind runners. They bunt runners over. They pitch. They play defense. Uh, they don't strike out in a league full of, it's an era of striking out, right? You know, and it's three outcomes. Um, and I like their starting pitching. Bieber has his last six starts, five and zero with a two point two ERA, so he's hot right now. Uh, Tristan McKenzie's thrown the ball. I feel like he really turned a corner this year. He's been really good. Cal Quantrill's a three guy, but I, I I feel like they can grind out a win if they have to. Um. They, I think they won 13 of their last 16, something like that. I think, uh, well, oh, you're like this since September 10th. I'm digging stuff out of the back of my mind right now. Since September 10th, they have the best record in baseball. Really, 21 and five. So, oh boy. so they're playing good baseball right now. Now they were playing against a division that had, you know, the White Sox pretty much mailed it in the last month. But, um, yeah, I'm going Cleveland three. Cleveland's
0: favorite in game one. It's going to be Shane Bieber versus Shane McClanahan in Cleveland at progressive field. Let's move down. Rasmussen's bracket. going
1: game two, I think.
0: Who's that glass now? Rasmussen. Oh, Rasmussen. So it's not going to be glass now in game two. Really?
1: I can't remember. I, I thought uh, they might be like piggyback them.
0: There's going to be a lot of, if, if our history tells us anything, especially in these best of three series, you might see Degrom game one in the out of the bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, you could. I'm we'll saying, get to like, that. I have
1: are... I have a theory with that.
0: Okay, you we'll want get to that when we get to when we get to that, that until we get to the national. All right, fair enough. Let, let's move down the bracket. Seattle plays in Toronto. Seattle is the five seed. Toronto is the four seed in the American League side of things. Roger Senator is going to be a rock up Oh there yeah. in the north. Who you taking? I'll let you have the floor, and then I'll go second.
1: Well, the travel situation for Seattle sucks. No home games, which sucks for T-Mobile and their fans. After the 21 years, this and that, blah blah blah, sucks. Should have won more games. You don't like it, play better, right? So that that part sucks, but they're young enough. I don't think it's gonna hurt them. The Blue Jays are really good. Um, I'm going Seattle though. I'm going Seattle in three games. Um, I think Castillo throws a gem in game one. This is why you traded for him for games like this. And games that he's pitched in to get them to this point. So, I think ex-Blue Jay, Robbie Ray, he's going to go game two. I think he might get hit around a little bit, actually, by that all those right-handed bats uh, for the Blue Jays. And then game three, I think we see the rising star, Logan Gilbert, like be, get nasty. Uh, I think the, the dream lives on for Seattle.
0: Seattle is built for a postseason run, but they're also limping into the postseason with guys like Gino Suarez, Julio Rodriguez just came off the injured list, right. but they have the rotation and they have the bullpen they're pitching and they're, they they uh, play catch well too. the lineup's very streaky. And so when you're dealing with injuries to guys like Gino and Julio, and you mentioned this before, that's their engine of their lineup, right? It's hard. And they just lost Sam Haggerty to in, in that last series. Um, he was placed on the injured list kelenic is swinging the bat a little bit better maybe he can be a spark plug
1: he can that also be at, like a runner off the off the bench you know, sure. late because he can run you know what you know what seattle has that a lot of teams don't the it factor the 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 clutch like we don't we're 23rd and run scored or whatever we don't score runs but we score them when we need to mm-hmm. we're gonna pitch we're gonna play defense It's gonna be a low score and we're gonna grind it out and we're gonna walk you off we're not gonna do that on the road but we're going to score late, and we're going to hold on to the lead, and we're going to win because our bullpen's nasty. They just have that clutch gene about them, and, and that's that's rare for as young as they are, but it's it's really fun to watch, and that's that's another reason I'm going with them.
0: The question I have for you, I, too, am going with Seattle. I like their pitching better. I think they're going to be able to shut down a very, very good Toronto offense. The question I have for you is let's say hypothetically this series goes to game three. Seattle is going to be able to go with either a George Kirby. Uh, they're going to have Gilbert. Marco Gonzalez back there, Gilbert. They have options is, is what I'm saying here. Because behind Castillo and Robbie Ray, they have three or four different options to go starting rotation, to bridge, excuse me, uh, to closer. Right. Toronto, you either have Jose Barrios stripling. or Ross Stripling.
1: I would go Stripling.
0: You would go stripling. And I, I was on a a show earlier this last week with some Toronto guys, and we were batting it around. Like Jose Brios has pitched out of the bullpen before, but it ha- it didn't go well. And then Stripling's been kind of a hybrid pitcher for much right. of his career. He's been a bullpen. I, I get guy, that starter, but if, if you're
1: in a winner go home game, Barrios is a coin flip. He was all year. Like he either would go six shutout or he would go two and give up seven. Like you just didn't, you don't know what you're going to get. Can you really roll the dice there and just like think, okay, it's a playoff game. He's going to turn it on.
0: What would you rather have? Would you rather have a guarantee Ross stripling? I know I'm probably going to get maybe four to five innings, two earned, one earned like that. Your, your ceiling is so, so This much lower. is
1: This is where you look at splits. So if Barrios is much better one, like the first time through the lineup, then maybe you bring him in for two innings in the sixth, seventh inning or fifth, sixth inning. Um, I think that might make more sense. Cause he's he's a lot better first time through the lineup and then he gets progressively worse, which most guys do. But compare that to stripling. what like, stuff is going to be much more explosive out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. I feel like striplings is gonna be much more generic, we called it uh AWR, average white reliever. Like just like that's what we call it. Like he's just he's like pretty generic. And I feel like won't be as nasty out of the pen, but what do I know?
0: I, I mentioned this stat on the last episode we had. If you haven't checked it out, we talked about playoff X factors. Please do check it out. I talked about Jose Barrios. The Blue Jays are fifteen and one when he pitches six or more innings. They're five hundred when he does not pitch six or more innings. So it's just getting through the lineup twice. After that, Blue Jays win. Let's move on to the National League wildcard series between the six-seeded Philadelphia Phillies. They hit the road to St. Louis to play the three-seeded St. Louis Cardinals. What a story it's been in uh, St. Louis all season long with the so-called swan song of Albert Pujols, Adam Wainwright, and Yadier Molina. It's not going to be Waino game one. It's going to be Jose Quintana, for St. Louis, going against Zach Wheeler for Philadelphia.
1: Okay, so Quintana is a chess move. Let me explain.
0: You were going off a little bit today on Twitter, weren't you?
1: Yeah, 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 because I was doing some research for something else. So, I I was just like, why is Quintana throwing? And I looked at his last six starts since September 6th. Let me find it. Uh, Since September 6th, he has six starts. Over those six starts, he's only given up three runs total. The most hits he's, he's given up in one of those starts was five hits. So, he's figured something out. He, the strikeouts, I think the most strikeouts he has was like seven or eight. Like he's probably going to have like five, five, six strikeouts. Not not a ton of strikeouts, but so much weak contact. Now, why is that weak contact important here? It's because um, St. Louis had 70 defensive runs saved this year. That's fourth best in baseball. That means they can pick it. They play defense. So put the ball on the ground, weak contact. It's going to be outs. Um, Now there's another layer to this. So. Who were two of the most impactful bats in the Phillies lineups? Cal Schwarber, Schwarber and, Harper. and Harper, lefties, right? So if if you go a little bit deeper, Quintana versus left-handed, pit, uh, left-handed hitters since September 6th over those six starts, 0.8 ERA, uh, 199 WOBA, almost a 30% strikeout rate during that time against lefties. So maybe they're just, like, trying to set the tone game one. He's the hot hand. That's the playoffs, man. You go with the hot hand. Whoever's feeling it, go. Who's going to go game two? Is it going to be Flaherty? Or is it going to – if a lefty shoves, do you not go Jordan Montgomery? Because he's been nailed since coming over. He slowed down a little bit his last, like, three or four starts. He wasn't as, like, locked in. But if a lefty plays, go do it again. They're
0: expected to go Quintana than Michaelis, but th- – that could Michael.
1: that that's what I meant. Not Flaherty. Sorry, I didn't knew right. that. Too. But Flaherty's Michael's had card. a great year.
0: Flaherty's a wild card because he's supposedly your most talented arm in that rotation, but he's been injured so often in the you know recent years.
1: You could piggyback back uh, Montgomery and Flaherty if you wanted to because he's left righty. But I want I want to
0: add to your point really quick. Can I jump in? Oh, here? by
1: the way, I, I'm taking I'm taking St. Louis with three.
0: Brandon Schaefer, reporter for uh, beat reporter for the Cardinals, tweeted this out: Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber a, a combined one for 15 with six strikeouts, zero extra base hits against Jose Quintana in their career. Yep. That kind of just adds to your point. What, of what's
1: good Quintana. is like uh what, what Quintana does, it's rare. Lefty on lefty, he throws his changeup. Lefties aren't used to seeing that. It's like righty on righty changeups are not, not rare anymore. You see it all the time. But when I first came up in the league, only guys from Tampa were doing that, like Hellickson, which you talked about, James Shields. Uh, Alex Cobb, those guys were. That's when it really started, was with that Tampa group, and now everyone does it, so it's not that big of a deal. But lefties don't do it very often because they get scared of like losing it and hitting a guy.
0: It's such vintage St. Louis. Like at the deadline, they go out and get Jordan Montgomery and Jose Quintana, yeah, and everyone's I, like, "Oh, big fucking deal, right?" Like, oh,
1: that's it, what we thought about the Braves last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right? that, and those like,
1: guys carried them in the postseason.
0: Yeah. Yep, they know what they're doing out there in the front office. I'm gonna go with Philly. Okay, I, it's a
1: flip of a coin for me. So I, I, yeah. I think
0: this is where the road ends. For but but here's what I think, it's gonna be in St. Louis, and so this is kind of the uh, the beacon of light, if you will, or the the um, uh, light at the end of the no, that's not the right term. Light at the end, of the, yeah. Uh, he's gonna be at home, is what I'm saying. Pujols, Yachty, and Wayno, bueno. they're gonna be at home in their final game. I, I'm predicting it's gonna be a loss. But it's going to be in St. Louis, and at least he can have that moment to himself, and he can ride off into the sunset. So, back to the American League. No, no, no. We haven't even talked about the Padres Mets yet. We're just rolling along here. Five seated Padres in Queens against the four seeded Mets. The Mets, by the way, they led the division this year. One hundred and seventy-three days out of one hundred and eighty-one total possible days, they led the National League East for that many days. Atlanta Braves won the
1: National League East. They did not crumble they did not collapse the Braves took it that's exactly right they won 100 games dude it's not like they you know tailed off they played good ball all year they just got swept at the wrong time by a team that was hotter than they were and just as and I think Atlanta is the most well-rounded complete team in baseball especially once Spencer Strider's back which he should be for the DS so um go ahead go ahead who you got in this one
0: I'm excited for this
1: one uh, I'm curious I, to who you pick here because you're kind of a homer sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's fair to say. I'm kind of riding the Mets, though. Um, I, I, I,
1: it's hard to look past that rotation.
0: I can't ignore that rotation. Oh, okay. Scherzer shits the bed. Oh, we still got Degrom. Oh, Degrom shits the bed. Oh, we still got Chris Bassett, Tawan Walker, um, Carrasco, Carrasco. I mean, it's ridiculous. They, they had Peterson coming out of the bullpen. He's got a three-seven-eight ERA as a lefty, and he's an option as a bridge guy. I'm a little worried, and I talked about it before. The bridge between starter and closer uh, bridge between Lugo Diaz and their starters worried about that six, seventh inning. But as long as Scherzer and DeGrom can get into that six, seventh inning, I think it's lights out from there. I'm taking New York. I'm really looking forward to the series and I'm really looking forward to what San Diego is with a hot Juan soda though. Okay, Is he hot? Over the last month, y- you speak. I'll get his splits up here. But over the last like two weeks of the season, his OPS was up over eleven hundred. By the way, minimum seventy five plate appearances. Juan Soto has the highest career OPS at Citi Field all time of any oh, player. Minimum oh. seventy five.
1: That's time. also when he was like really good. He He's struggled. No, really good. He struggled a lot. You can't look past it. I'll t- I'll, I'll let you do this, and then I'll get to my stuff. All
0: right, let's go with his final 15 games. Yeah, it's looking a little bit better. 309 batting average, 3 homers, 4 doubles, a 970 OPS. Those are his Still last not
1: games. like slugging like we're no, used to seeing.
0: Not the Juan Soto that we 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 know and love, but he's coming along slowly but surely.
1: Okay. So, you're taking the Mets in what? How many games? 3. 3. I'm going to go Mets in I'm going to go Mets in 2. Yeah. Gonna roll I'm going to go Mets in 2 and we don't see Jacob DeGrom.
0: They're just going to save him, huh?
1: So, when I first heard, okay, Scherzer's doing game one, they have like this whole – Showalter said, you know, if we win game one, we'll probably go Bassett game two. That way we have that safety valve of DeGrom in game three if you need it. What I think is they think they can win this in two, and that means DeGrom is ready to throw game one and then possibly game five against the Dodgers. hmm so they're planning ahead, which could hurt them because if they do get to a game three, then you're going to lose DeGrom until game, probably game three against the Dodgers. Realistic, realistically, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. So in the best, best case scenario for the Mets, they went two. DeGrom goes game one against the Dodgers mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have to use them. Um, but if Scherzer gets beaten game one, You got to go Degrom in Game Two. Yeah, so I understand it. And Bassett isn't like a pushover. Bassett is really good. Bassett's arguably been their most
0: consistent starter. Consistent, one
1: hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So he's not a pushover, and he's. I don't want us to look past what he what he's able to do. But I I like the strategy by the Mets because if they do win it in two, they are sitting pretty going up against the Dodgers.
0: Are you concerned about Degrom over his last four starts? Six right season. He didn't pitch past the sixth inning, and he gave up three earned runs in three of those last four starts. He gave up five earned runs against Oakland. Yeah, so his ERA went from a one six six on the season to a three oh eight over his last four starts. He was one and three with a six zero zero ERA. Strikeouts are still up, but he's given up homers. He gave up six home runs in the last six games. See, his his games.
1: velocity was still up, so that made me think maybe he's tipping something.
0: Or he's just missing with location, right?
1: He is missing location, but normally he still beats guys with ninety nine because of just how the ball comes out of his hand. So I don't know. I mean, ninety nine is not what ninety nine used to be. Guys see it all the time now, but um, I don't know if he's tipping. Maybe I, I don't. I need to watch him more. But I guarantee they're on it, trying to figure it out because that is not normal for him. And I, I think he kicks it into gear here in the in the postseason. Plus, he's we haven't seen Degrom in the playoffs since twenty fifteen. It's crazy to think about, but um, haven't seen they, Harper. Got beaten, they got beat in the World Series.
0: We hadn't seen Harper, Bryce Harper, since 2018, I think it was, with, with the Nationals. Is
1: that yeah. 18? Yeah, 18. Yeah.
0: This is the Wake and Rake podcast powered by Swing Juice, swingjuice.com, the official merchandise provider for the Wake and Rake podcast. Let's continue on. You have Cleveland moving on. They would then face the 2 seated New York Yankees in a best-of-five series for the ALDS series. What say you, Brooksy?
1: Yankees in four. I think Yankees just overpower them. They big boy them. I I don't know how Cleveland feels about going in the Yankee Stadium in that type of environment. Um, I don't love where the Yankees are right now. I feel like their bullpen is kind of in shambles with injuries. I don't love garrett cole pitching in big games which is kind of a disaster considering how much money he makes um i think severino is going to be good i think cortez is going to be good but who are you handing the ball over to Araldis chapman like he's going to have to be on the roster because of the injuries they've had wandy peraza is dealing with stuff um clay holmes just had a cortisone shot he's been shut down they're hoping to have him back by that series but wh- what version are you going to get where is britain um, at? Is
0: britain pitching right now
1: Britton tried to come back, and he had to shut it down. And they—he's not going to go on the roster. Mm. So they—they so they have some holes out there. They had the the Mar- Marincino guy. What's what's his last name? It's know. a bullpen guy. He he just went down with like a stress fracture in his shin. So and he's been throwing the ball well. So they're going to be relying on guys like Laiziga, Weizika, Weissert, the guy with the nasty stuff. But these guys have really pitched in big games. I mean, Laiziga did a little bit the last couple of years, but. Their bullpen has some question marks, but I still think they're better. They can still big boy Cleveland. Um, I think the environment that environment like uh, of Yankee Stadium can kind of get to some young guys a little bit in those big situations. So I'm going to go Yankees and forward that one. I think their offense carries them enough.
0: I agree. I think the Yankees move on. I, of course, have the Yankees facing Tampa Bay in that series, not Cleveland. Right. I do worry about how much weight. Aaron judges put on his shoulders in the second half. And all of a sudden he had the single season home run record. Can, I, intru- can,
1: can I interrupt you on that, <laughs> on that point before we yeah. get past it? I think he goes off. I he's, hope so. Because he's been playing with so much pressure on his shoulders, man. Like the last two, three weeks, have, that's been a lot. And now he just, he gets to go play ball again and just worry about winning. And it doesn't matter if he hits a home run. It's okay. If he hits a line drive single. And that, 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 that brings his like approach back to what it was like middle of the field line drive mentality is like 80% swings. And that's when he launches when he's out there trying to hit balls, 500 feet or trying to hit arm runs. That wasn't for him. That's not, that's not who he is because he's not, he doesn't need to do that to hit arm runs. So he's going to get back to his regular approach. And I think we see him go off and he's going to, I mean, he's going to get pitched to more than we've, we've seen.
0: Max Scherzer and his presser on Thursday, he said it best. He said, Pressure is a privilege.
1: One hundred percent.
0: With that being said, pressure over a long period of time can mount, and so I'm a little worried. I'm not saying Judge is going to shit the bed. He's got
1: to be tired too. He played fifty-five straight, dude. Fifty-five straight. Pressure is a privilege. He got the the last day of the season off. Mm
0: -hmm. But 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 so pressure. This dude's been playing under pressure. Not to mention when everyone went down, Giancarlo. That entire bullpen. Rizzo went down. I mean that's why he's probably the American League MVP, but that's a lot to put on one guy's shoulders. A lot. Yeah, it is. I'm going to go with New York over Tampa Bay in that series. A little concerned. They really need Giancarlo to be the uh, Giancarlo Stanton MVP form for them to have. He's uh,
1: he's pretty good in the postseason though. Yeah,
0: he's been really good. Pretty
1: good in the postseason.
0: You have Seattle moving on. I have Seattle moving on. They (laughs) would face the one seeded Houston Astros. Excuse me. They have not fared well against Houston. Obviously, Houston has dominated the American League West for the last several years. And Seattle has not been able to overcome that hump. Do they overcome it this year? No, they
1: don't. I think they they maybe take a game, maybe like Castillo can like out outdo Verlander, maybe who knows? But I they don't have the depth that Houston has. Houston can pit is leads the world in pitching. Like their bullpen, their their rotation, they have depth. Verlander, Fromber, like that's maybe the best one two punch numbers wise I know DeGrom and Scherzer but they miss a lot of time with injury um but Verliner and Fromber have been phenomenal this year McCullers as well so and and you have experience you have guys who've played in big games before um look Seattle can only lean on their pitching so much because Houston's gonna score some runs they are they're good they're really good and um Seattle just doesn't score runs and it's not going to be easy against that pitching. So I just don't see them being able to beat them.
0: I think Seattle's time to compete for a championship will come. It's just not quite here
1: yet. Right. They're missing like two studs on their offense. I feel like
0: they're also missing just health, frankly. I mean, Jesse Winker's out. We talked about Haggerty, Julio Rodriguez. I refuse to believe he's at 100%. And
1: he's not. Nobody is at this time of year. Nobody
0: is. Nobody is. Um, But you need a 100% or at least damn near 100% Julio Rodriguez to have a chance. They don't have enough firepower. And against Houston this year, the Seattle Mariners are 7 and 12. They have not had a winning record against Houston in over a decade, I think it's been. So um, I too have the Houston Astros moving on. National League LDS. Atlanta Braves versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Who do you have moving on to the LCS
1: Atlanta Atlanta's I'd said it before. I think they're the best team in baseball. I know. I know the Dodgers is 110 wins. I get that. But the rotational depth, man, like if you have Spencer Strider back, like you have Max Fried who's proven to be an ace Kyle Wright with 21 wins. He's, Turned a corner. And if you look at like Eno Harris on, on Twitter and those guys, right. yeah, that the, the stat called Stuff Plus. I don't know how you calculate it, but Kyle Wright made one of the biggest jumps in his stuff plus. We'd have to look up, maybe you can throw the definition of it on the pod for people to see. But um it basically just explains how nasty guys are. And Kyle Wright had one of the I think he had the biggest jump in stuff plus this season from last season to this season. So he figured something out with velocity uh Movement, location, all that. Um Who's third? Charlie Morton. I mean, this guy's a big game pitcher. We've seen that in his whole career. And then Spencer Strider is going win in our rookie of the year. So the bullpen death, I thought. I thought the addition of Rossell Iglesias was massive, massive for them to bridge that. He's you know, that seven, massive. eight, nine inning between AJ Minter. You have him as a lefty. You have Rossell Iglesias to come in and throw sinker slider at you know ninety five. And then you go to Jansen to shut the door, who's still doing it, who just passed Dennis Eggersley on all time saves list. I think 391 saves. Mm. It's like seventh or eighth all time, I think. Maybe sixth. I don't remember. But they're really good, man. And then they're okay. And I'll keep going. Like their lineup is suffocating. Like their eight hole hitters, Michael Harris. He's hitting 297 with tw- what, 19 homers and 20 bags? That's their eight hole hitter who's. Probably going to come in second to Strider for rookie of the year in the National League.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like this is they're they're loaded. And, yeah, and it, guess it, who's it, hot again? Matt Olson.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. He's getting hot at the right time. And, and if Grissom would have been called up a little bit earlier, maybe he's in another National League rookie of the year candidate. And right? he's
1: hitting nine hole right. Like yeah, it's
0: <laughs> the the depth of the team. And then you mentioned the moves, the minor moves that Alex Anthopoulos made at the deadline. You talked about Raisel Glacius. Robbie Grossman has been a very solid player. Robbie Grossman's been
1: hitting the nine man. hole too. He's like a second leadoff batter for the
0: right. He just had depth. I don't want to de- dive too much on Zuna, but I don't know how he's still playing baseball right now. Um well,
1: out, uh, outside of him being a piece of shit, like he's a good baseball player. So like that's what we're here to talk about. Like judge and jury, all that shit. Like that's I don't we're not talking about that. Just like we don't talk politics on here. So yeah, he's a piece I, of shit. I don't mean to digress. Whatever he's a piece of shit, but he makes them a better baseball team.
0: How right, twenty-one and five this year with a three-one-nine ERA, led Major League Baseball in wins this year. I know wins don't always mean everything. Right, Forget their it.
1: offense is pretty good. I get it.
0: Taking Atlanta, I think Philadelphia is better suited for a shorter series, which is why I have them over St. Louis. They have with Suarez. Wheeler and Nola, like no doubt. Right, but after that, I question their depth, and I think Atlanta just has more. Yeah, so I you're think gonna Atlanta. throw
1: like Suarez. Who are you throwing, Ranger Suarez?
0: It's a solid option for him. It's been solid, but I there. don't think
1: he's gonna be a good playoff pitcher.
0: Too many question marks for Philadelphia. Yeah. I agree. Atlanta moves on. It would be the you have the Mets sweeping the Padres in the first round, which would set up a New York Mets, Los Angeles Dodgers, NLCS. Well, it'd, be, it'd be something interesting. It'd be fun.
1: I got the Mets. Yeah. I got the Mets here. I'm gonna I'm gonna think I think uh, Goliath goes down. Um 111 wins this year. Was it? Yeah, it matters. Doesn't matter. Everyone's O and O now. Yeah. But um a lot of this hangs on how this first series goes for the Mets, because if they get the Grom for game one and then a possibility of having him in a game five if if needed, that's huge for them. But regardless, even if they don't, they're still gonna, you know, probably game one, you get a Taiwan Walker or Carrasco. And then you're back to Scherzer. Mm-hmm. And then Bassett, and then Negron, so they're they're going to be fine regardless. Um, I need to know. So okay, so the Dodgers have more question marks than anybody in the postseason, in my opinion. Which and is,
0: yet, which is strange for a which is strange for
1: right. So Tony Gonsolin, right, forearm strain, just came off the IL. Like, what are we going to get for, you? You pitch, you know, forearm. It's like. You start worrying about your Tommy John. You start like, do you have all your feel? Do you have your velocity? If you don't have your velocity, do you have like the sharpness on, on the bite on all on your off speed stuff? Lit, very tight. is on you're your gonna forearm. feel. That's probably where that's the strain best came. That's probably where the strain came from in the first place. Um, which version of postseason Kershaw do you get from the last couple of years, or do you get all the the, the issues he, he's had the previous years? Um, what else? I mean, what what's the rotation? Tyler Anderson started one playoff game in his life. Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot of – he had a great year. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking that away from him, but, like, there's not a lot of experience there. Um, Their bullpen, Craig Kimbrell, is a coin flip.
0: He's not going to be closing for him. There's no shot.
1: Well, who is? Gratterall and Trinan have been de- dealing with injuries all year.
0: Yeah. Uh, they got Canely back there. I, I don't know if he –
1: Kainley's coming off Tommy John. I know. So it's like Dustin they, May, like yeah, what? You
0: kick May to the bullpen, maybe Julio Urias has, but they need him in the starting rotation. He's got to
1: start, dude. Since yeah. the All Star break, he's had like a one one. Yeah, no, he nine has earn, nine earned runs, I think, since the All Star break. That was before his last start. I think like I think he threw like at the last day of the season, but um, nobody's gonna just, feel
0: bad for the Dodgers, but they legitimately have nearly an entire starting rotation but, on
1: the injured list, but they can hit. <laughs> They can score runs, so if anybody can combat the starting pitching that the Mets have, the Braves, like we saw, and the Dodgers, how do you combat in this day and age? How do you combat elite pitching? Homer's long ball. You're not gonna, you're not gonna manufacture runs. You're not gonna string together three, four hits an inning against these guys. They're too good. They're not gonna walk you. They're too good. So you got to hit. You got a knock, a walk, and a homer. Right, three run homer to win these games. The Braves and the Dodgers can hit the long ball. They can beat you that way. So watch for the home runs So when a lot of these games against elite pitching, that's the only way the Dodgers can do it. If they're hitting home runs, in my opinion, because I don't think they have the depth in their pitching that we're accustomed to seeing Walker Bueller being out crushes them, crushes them. And so I'm going to go Mets. I make it go either way, obviously, but I'm going to go Mets. I think that's fun. It's a fun pick. This is interesting.
0: So you would think the Mets with all their power, right-handed hitters, right? Like guys like Stardom Marte and Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor is a switch hitter. You would think they would hit left-handed pitching well, and the Dodgers are left-handed pitching dominant, at least in their rotation this year, the Mets have the second, it looks like second highest OPS in the national league against right-handed pitchers against left-handed pitchers. The Mets are 14th in baseball with a 716 OPS. So they don't hit left-handed pitching as well, which is a bit surprising when you consider their lineup makeup. For that reason, I think the Dodgers match up well against the Mets. Um, But I go back to my original statement. When you have a tandem of Scherzer and DeGrom, as long as they take care of business round one against the Padres, they will have that tandem plus Bassett plus Walker, Carrasco. Um, I think it's just too much to handle. I think the Mets are set up for a postseason run. Similarly, the Dodgers are too. I'm rolling with the Mets. That's kind of been, they've been yeah. my pick for a while. So I'm going like with the it. Mets NLCS. In the ALCS, you have the Yankees and the Houston Astros, which would be a, another uh, rematch between those two teams in the American League. CS. Uh, who who advances to the World Series in the American League? The best
1: team in the... American League wins this. It's Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. Too deep, too much pitching, experience uh offensively, and I like I said, I think the what kills the Yankees is their their issues, their injury issues in their bullpen. Period. Astros and six.
0: How has New York done against Houston this year? They had the big series in New York where I think Houston took two. Yeah, three.
1: I don't. I don't put too much into like season series and stuff no. like that. Like, at this point like the teams are different than when they played in April and May? There's certain guys that are hurt. Teams are playing different. Like Astros I, I don't were care.
0: five and two.
1: They're five and two against them.
0: Astros are five and two against New York.
1: That none of that matters to me. It's
0: another Honestly. point. I, I I think I'm gonna roll with the Yankees just because I want something different. It's not to say that I. Think they'll beat the okay. Astros but it's more so just wishful thinking because okay. keep seeing the Astros in the world that's Series.
1: how I Plus, feel about the Mets against the Dodgers and I think
0: Astros are very capable um but I think when the Yankees are healthy they're not but they're close I think the sky is the limit for that team as long as they can stay healthy as long as Giancarlo's in the lineup Rizzo judge the rotation
1: oh oh we're big. forgetting Matt Carp is coming back Matt Carpenter
0: is it who who would have thought we'd be talking about Matt Carpenter in October of 2022? Not I me, mean, his career was done at,
1: earlier. There, he had like a 45 game stretch this year, though, where he was the best player on the planet. Yeah, no doubt, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Good for him. But,
0: uh, I don't, uh, we digressed a couple times, just really quick about the Yankees. They've spent 30 million dollars less than the Mets and nearly f- over 15 20 million dollars less than the, the Dodgers this year. How are the Yankees, the third highest payroll in baseball. Like, maybe I'm nitpicking a bit, but when you're the Yankees, you got to hold yourself to a higher standard. Like, go out and get some depth. Like, I'm fine with putting IKF at shortstop and Donaldson at third, but you got to have some depth. Marwin Gonzalez should never be in a New York Yankees lineup. They should have been more aggressive in free agency. And I like
1: the Bader market.
0: The what? Bader. That's fine. It's a minor move and it's a good defensive option, but That's it's not it's a, a
1: minor move. He's a he's a catalyst in that offense, in my opinion. Bader, Harrison you Bader? Bader. You mean defensively? He can he can still play, dude. I'm telling you, well,
0: he can play. He's very he can good run
1: defense. the bases well. He's fast. He's like exciting. I'm not saying he's gonna go win an MVP, but I think yes, defensively, obviously, is where they get the most value out of him. But I think he can still give you enough offensively. He's gonna be better than Aaron Hicks is so there any you. chance so would you
0: is there any chance I don't- let's not go too far here uh <laughs> is there any chance Ben Benintendi comes back this season
1: doesn't seem like it
0: yeah haven't heard much on that and he, he's not
1: gonna have any at bats so it's like do you throw somebody rusty out there no not at all
0: you also have a rematch in the National League Championship Series between Atlanta and the Dodgers it would be a three straight year rematch between those two teams it have been exciting in years past this is Things change this year. Last year, the Braves took care of the Dodgers. The year before no. that, it was Dodgers took care of the Braves.
1: It's Atlanta's year, man. Again. Again. They're just too good. They're too good.
0: No, you had Mets, Braves. I'm sorry. You have Mets, Braves in the Mets, National. Mets, Braves. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologies.
1: You're good. Mets, Braves. Yeah. Um, Another like NLE showdown. It's going to be a fight, though. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be fun to watch, but I just don't think – I don't think anybody's beating the Braves
0: dudes are getting drilled in that series. Like we're getting benches clearing.
1: No, we're, no, we're not.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Bullshit. No one's had three free base runners in the playoffs. Get the fuck out of here. No, okay. no shot.
0: We're getting benches clearing on unintentional hit by pitches. So nice. what I'm, I'm not saying they're gunning for people's heads. I'm nope. saying. There's Zero a lot of...
1: chance of anyone taking any possible way of getting fined and suspended a game. And and you know in the dugout if they do drill him it ain't on purpose no it's not on purpose it's right on so purpose. then why would you come out of the bullpen or why would you come out to fight if you know it's not on purpose emotions Just are trust high me, in the postseason trust me trust me trust me trust me no one is fighting in the in the playoffs especially when you one one series went away from the World Series you can't cost that so if you someone gets drilled even Buck Showalter who hates it because they lead the world and hit by pitches. He's he knows, man. He's been around forever. He know, nobody's given free passes. I don't care if you banged my wife. I'm not hitting you. Like, I'm not hitting you. I don't want to put you on base and cost me another ring. You know what I mean? So
0: <laughs> Oh, he got on base.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying though. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that you you're not you're not giving free bases in, in the postseason.
0: So you have the Braves taking down the Mets and the LCS. I have the Mets taking down the Braves in the LCS. I have that flipped. Again, I'm rolling with the Mets. I think that rotation. So you're
1: I, going Subway Series. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But New it's, York, New
0: York, in my World Series, and I have the Mets hoisting the trophy. I could talk like a broken record and tell you Scherzer DeGrom in that rotation. You've heard it three or four times by now. I have the Mets hoisting the trophy. They are the, they have the fourth best odds um, to win the World Series as of right now. If you're looking for a bet. Not saying I did, not saying I didn't put money on the Mets. But if I did, pretty good odds. I'm taking the What's Mets 900 series.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got Atlanta going back to back. Really,
0: kind of oh, boring. Kind of yeah. boring.
1: It is boring, but
0: you have Astros Braves in the World Series for a repeat, and you have the exact same result. Seven games. Hmm.
1: I do. I think those are the two best teams, and they're built for the the postseason.
0: Last year, the Atlanta Braves had the twelfth best record. They ended up hoisting the trophy. I I could see us in four weeks from now talking about how how the hell did the Phillies or the Cardinals or the, right. or the, oh, or the something, Mariners.
1: something weird's gonna happen.
0: How did this happen? How did we not see you know what hindsight's always 2020? 20, 20. We're always like, How did we not see that the Mariners were gonna win the World Series? It was I, right don't, I don't
1: think any of those teams can get to the World Series. I think they can get further than a round or two, but I don't think they're built for a longer series. Once you get to a seven-game series, a five-game series is going to be tough. Seven-game series, you got to have real, real depth in your bullpen, your rotation. And I just don't think some of those teams have it.
0: And it, let's not forget, too, the Atlanta Braves had the 12th best record last year. The second half of the season, I think they had the second best record in the National League behind only the Dodgers. So right, right. they were coming in hot. But so were some other teams. So we'll be with you along the way. We're going to go round by round. You heard our World Series picks. You'll probably be tweeting at us in two weeks, three weeks, hopefully a little bit longer than that, that we're idiots. We don't know what we're talking about. And that's fine. None of us yeah, do. This that's is the time of
1: year problem. where, like, if you if you're chalk on your picks – people yell at you but then if you if you don't go if you don't pick the the best teams people are going to yell at you so mm-hmm. it's like whatever no one knows
0: no one and that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of this game that's right yeah enjoy the postseason we will be with you we will be enjoying it starts friday 9 a.m wake and rake podcast powered by swing juice thanks for tuning in people talk to you soon